Blog Talk Radio. Way down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions, so they've got to find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. You can't get cherry soda, cause they've got to fill that quota. And the way things are, I'll bet they never will. They've got a zillion tons of coffee in Brazil. No tea or tomato juice, you'll see. No potato juice, cause the planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. The politician's daughter was accused of drinking water and was fined the great big $50 bill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. Like a percolator Her perfume was made right on the grill Why they could percolate the ocean in Brazil And when their ham and eggs need savor Coffee ketchup gives them flavor Coffee pickles way outsell the dill Why they put coffee in the coffee in Brazil No tea No tomato juice You'll see, no potato juice. The planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. So you led to the local color, serving coffee with a crawler. Duncan doesn't take a lot of skill. They've got an awful lot of coffee, an awful lot of coffee. Man, they got a gang of coffee in Brazil. Welcome, everybody. This is Joriana Coffee Psychic with your Psychic Connection right here at Blog Talk Radio. So tonight's topic that I chose is can your spirit guides and angels actually save lives? And, um, you know, I think what we want to look at first is what are spirit guides, angels. Do we all have them, uh, which I believe we do. Um, I was actually looking online for a really good description of how to separate Uh, how to separate the different entities that we have on the other side. So there's a gal, and her name is Jen Thomas. And so the way she described it, which is perfectly written, essentially an angel is an energy being that has never been human. Now, this does say, although there have been a few exceptions, and I personally have met during my travels, my uh, readings for many, many people, I believe that I've met at least one or to uh, incarnated angels, quite honestly. And it's a whole different feeling being in their presence. It's really amazing. Uh, it also says, so they don't have an ego. And I know they don't get caught up in all the emotional stuff. So they're actually messengers um, is what they are. So a spirit guide, the difference with a spirit guide is that normally a spirit guide has been somebody that has walked on the earth. At some point they do have an ego. Um They have ascended to a higher level, and they might be a past relative, a spirit energy showing up to help you with something, some projects. um, uh, Let's say if you're having issues with love. And so this way you'll have repeated issues with love. This is a spirit guide that's going to be on the other side helping you through it. Uh, An ascended master can be somebody who's once walked on this earth and that has ascended to a state of enlightenment. That would be an ascended master. Uh, She goes on to say a god or a goddess is a deity 
uh, and can be a mix of everything. Uh, and it says, of course, in her limited experience, animal guides, which are your power animals, by the way, are an energy of a specific species of animal trying to help guide you. So, uh, and that's really well written. So uh, those are all the different experiences that I have had also with the different uh, defining, the different uh, spirit energies on the other side outside of your dead relatives. So you can actually have your dead relatives coming in to help you from time to time, giving you messages, information, showing up in your dreams just for a spirit visitation. And... um, I'm trying to remember the one psychic that was out there, um, and I'll remember his name in a little bit, but somebody asked him, you know, your mom just died. Would you like her to be one of your spirit guides? And he said, positively not. And he was a pretty famous uh, uh, psychic. And he said, positively not. My mom did not reach a lot of uh, spiritual enlightenment on this earthly experience that she had. So he said, I'm looking for other higher guides to guide me. So... The point I was bringing tonight was, can our spirit guides and angels save your life? I personally have had several experiences where I have, in my opinion, had them save my life. Uh, They've spoken with me. They've touched me. Um, One example I can give you, and I, I always get concerned about making sure I can describe this effectively. I was going northbound on Pulaski Avenue, and I used to live in the Chicagoland area on the south side. And then we had the uh, southbound traffic coming. There was a a stoplight out by the Jewels food store, and then there was a restaurant right across the street. So here's the light. And you guys know in the parking lane, cars are all going to park. But because it was rush hour traffic, people were not allowed to park there, so that lane was completely empty. But just past the stoplight where I was stopped at, that did not have the don't park in that lane sign. So there were a bunch of cars there. So the light had changed. I was getting ready to accelerate, and I was shoved back by an invisible force. So something, someone took my left shoulder, shoved me back, and my first reaction was, of course, Of course, I didn't accelerate because instantly I got mad. I got upset, and I said, look, you know, I was really learning to work with the spirits at that time. It was early on. And I said, look, I know you guys are allowed to talk to me. You can give me information, come to me in my dreams, but you're not allowed to touch me. And that was the impression that I was under. So I'm sitting here kind of like like yelling at the spirits because they kind of shocked me, and thank God they did because as soon as that spirit – now, was it a dead relative? Was it an angel? Was it a spirit guide? I, you know, it doesn't matter to me who it was. Someone from the other side prevented me from accelerating. The, the parking lane that was empty next to me had a gentleman from the back timing the stoplight. So he sped up in that lane, and because the other cars were parked there, he had to cut directly in front of me, and and it would have been a really bad deal for everybody on that corner. I had accelerated because the light had turned green. It was my turn to, to go forward, to drive forward, and that spirit stopped me. So that's one experience that I've had with the spirits uh, saving my life and probably the lives of many people that day. Um, Rush hour traffic, it really it really would have been very ugly. I had another time where I was driving down the street again, and it was really kind of weird. And um, I had been driving. You know, you've got the two lanes going again. Let me see where it was it at. It was on. This was going westbound. The two lanes, the other two lanes of oncoming traffic were going eastbound. And suddenly I'm coming up to a light, and I've got to tell you guys, for some reason, I just didn't see that, that the eastbound traffic, the oncoming traffic, both those lanes were cut off. And suddenly suddenly the lane that I was in, because I had to make a turn, there was a truck that was heading straight on at me. 
and it didn't it just didn't hit me and I don't know what I didn't see but my two lanes of traffic suddenly became one going uh, westbound, and the one I was in is going eastbound with this big truck coming right at me. And the only thing I remembered after that was that I was pulled over on the side of the road. I have no recollection of turning my car. I have no recollection of anything except the fact that a big truck was heading toward me. I felt it. I saw it. I was in shock. And then I just remember kind of like opening up my eyes and I'm on the side of the road. So I think that's one of those Jesus take the wheel kind of moments. Um, So for you guys, I've had other experiences uh, with the spirit world like this. I'm so grateful. I'm grateful to have my relationship with my spirit guides and angels. I talk to them. They talk to me. Uh, some of my friends laugh because I actually have my spirit guides telling me what stores to go into, um, quite honestly. And and if you guys uh, to get the things that I need that are suddenly there, it's just amazing. So I always encourage you guys to really develop a relationship with your spirit guides and angels. Yes, we are born with a master angel that uh, walks with us through our, our lives. And then you have the other spirit guides and angels that uh, work with you per situations during your lifetime. So um, what we're going to do is I'm going to take some calls. You guys know that you can all ask any psychic question you want. If you would like tonight, you can ask me for the name of a spirit guide or angel that uh, I can hear is working with you. And if you guys have any amazing stories, please go ahead and share these stories what have you experienced from the spirit world? Have they, have they touched you? I've been touched from behind. I go to look, and no one's there, not even, not even rows and rows of chairs behind me, but firmly somebody putting their hand on my shoulder. I turn around to see who's there. No one's there. So um, let me know what you guys have. What stories do you have? What experiences do you have? Let's see who's first on. And I want you to remember, too, Please tell me your first name, tell me the state you're calling from, and then you can, of course, ask your question. Hello. Hello, caller. Who is this? Hi. Hi, this is Suzanne. Yes, I felt like an angel. I'm from Long Island. An angel touched my back, like, to console me once and stuff. I have. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, my question is... Um, I have a job now. I started Monday. Do you see me staying with this one, or do you see a food service job or another A job close to home coming by out of the three? Well, you know what's kind of fun right now, Suzanne? When I feel the energy um, of this job, it almost kind of feels like you may end up liking this job for a while. Okay. It's just tiring. Yeah, it kind of feels kind of cozy when I think about you here. It kind of feels like also some of the people might like you, things like that. Okay. And I would I want to tell you also, unleash that fun part of you. Does that make okay. any sense to you? Yeah. Be more be more free, be more open. You know, you're a very beautiful person and I think you're a great listener, quite honestly. Yeah. Do you I see hope that you... makes sense for you. Okay. So you think I should just stay here? You don't see anybody else closer to home calling me? Well, you might have something closer to home. It feels like that for two things. It feels like after October, closer to home, potential, possibility. And for sure in March, you're going to have some big changes coming into your life. It's March not that I don't year, like it. It's just changes. that I'm getting older. Not real old, but I just want something closer to home. Of course, of course. Well, I would keep I would keep putting your resumes out there, keep talking to God, people. I just kept doing that. I just got this job Monday. I'm exhausted just yeah. in job and doing this. Well, I'll tell you what, sometimes, uh, how can I say this? Let's say if you've got a job closer to home and you're like, oh, God, this is horrible, versus I just love the other job I'm with and it's so much fun. We have such a ball. Well, I, I, like I, I don't know fun it's a lot of work it's like one-on-one with special needs students and i'm going to be 62 so it's kind of exhausting actually i got you i got you 
So, well, I would say feel out the energy. And if you can, if you can get a job that's comparable, because then you can handle it, or a heck of a lot nicer, then I would go for that job. But it feels like after October and then your life is changing, it seems pretty dramatically in March. So of next year. We all get married. (laughs) I hope you get married. That would be wonderful. That would be wonderful. Let us know what happens, Suzanne. All right, thanks so much. You have a wonderful night. All right, let's see who we have next online here. Hi, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hi, this is Christiana. I'm calling from Minnesota. Hi, Christiana. Welcome to the show. Hi. Um, I do have a, a what like a mini reading, and um, as far as we have one goes, question, I have people ask one question, and then um, and then I can give you an answer. Okay. Uh, first, I want to say that I do have sometimes fear uh, spirit, and okay. um, I don't really get touched though. Okay. So, um, okay. Good. And, yeah, and sometimes and it can my, be different throughout people's lives. I mean, I've been doing this over 40 years, so, you know, this is something where people, you might graduate to something else later. So what questions do you have? Yeah, I was wondering um, the name of a spirit guide and if there's, like, a message. Well, actually, what I'm hearing is I hear uh, the Archangel Raphael and um i don't i don't remember what raphael's qualities are but i do get the archangel raphael around you uh okay. i ask him to come and help you and also um was there somebody that you had a loss from that you were very sad over yes I'm hearing, the message that I'm hearing for you is please don't be sad. Um, Everything is okay. I'm hearing I am okay for whomever this is that passed away on you, Uh, however this loss occurred. And I also see a beautiful dog, a dead dog on the other side also that's like wagging their tail. And I don't know if this was a loss that you had or if this person had the loss of a dog. Uh, but there's clearly, clearly a beautiful dog on the other side also. So I just heard, don't yeah, be I get sad, that everything's a lot. okay. Say it again, ma'am. I get that a lot about the dog. I, th- I think that's great. Do you know, can you, do you know yeah. who, which dog this is of yours that died? Um, it might be Rosie or Choppers. I would say Rosie. As soon as you said okay. Rosie... I heard Rosie, and I just, uh-huh. you know, if you think about Rosie again as being a little puppy and how it's excited and happy and, you know, playful and stuff like that. And yeah. um, and I also, and you're saying, you know, you're from Minnesota right now. I want you to watch for something like Mexico or New Mexico, something in those states as possible travel later on, Arizona, something like that, okay? Okay. All right. Oh, well, thank All right, so well, much. thank you. Yes, ma'am. All right, take care. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, uh, and good, again, if you guys want to ask if I hear a message from the people from the other side also. Uh, and so if I'm hearing some of the angels, I don't have all of the angels' uh, qualities memorized. Um, you guys can always look it up online. What does the Archangel Raphael mean? I know he's a very powerful spirit. Uh, Archangel, you know, we all know that Michael is the defender. And you see the Archangel Michael standing there with a sword, cutting off the head of, the, you know, of Satan. So um, we have a lot of great angels and stuff. All right, so let's see who we have next online here. Hello, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hello, Jorianne. My name is Wendy from Sacramento, California. Hey, Wendy, how are you tonight? Well, praise God for your safety. I'm very thankful oh, for your amen. safety. Oh, amen. 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 I'm Miracle. telling you, Wendy, I, I've had dead people come and tell me about a fire that I was going to have in my house, and I had the fire. Oh, my God. 
So, I mean, these dead people are just amazing. And that's why I tell people, please, you know, learn to listen, you know, learn to go into a state of meditation, learn to listen to your spirit guides, that's your connection with the God force. And for them to be able to talk to you and to give you all these warnings and stuff and then save you, I mean, I, it's, just, it's just amazing to me. Yep. Well, I have a story to tell you. When I was Please. a little girl, my parents set up a Girl Scout cookie stand in front of their 7-Eleven franchise store. Okay. And my sister was in our car in the parking lot. My sister was not being nice to me. And I kept hearing a voice saying, mm-hmm. go to your car. Go to the car now. Mm-hmm. And I resisted, and finally I I went because it was just so overwhelming. And then mm-hmm. seconds later, a car drove through the Girl Scout stand and through the plate glass oh. window of my father's door. Now that's what we're talking about, Wendy. That is what we're talking about. I know. Yes, ma'am. So you don't know if that wasn't your dead grandfather. You don't know if that was your spirit guides, your angels. We don't know who it was. What we know is that you were open, you were receptive. They were telling you, go there. And you finally conceded and went, and that saved your life. Absolutely. Isn't that amazing? It's a what thing? Isn't that amazing? Oh, it is. And thank God my parents uh, were saved. That's most important to me. And um, so I'm thankful for that, most importantly, and my family being saved. And my situation is, Jorianne, I've been applying. I've been paying. I paid $53,000 over 20 years for long-term care policy. Um, Okay. In June, I applied to use the policy for home care. Mm-hmm. I have tremendous medically medical uh, records to back me up, yeah. and I applied at this very well-known long-term care company starting with a U, and mm-hmm. they uh, they they said, well, we agree that the ADL for bathing we have support for that, but not for um, not for dressing, which I really I I, I should be qualified. But my doctor on the on the letter put transferring as an ADL, and I spoke. I've been talking to a very famous attorney who's yeah. uh, helped many people win cases to get approved, and yeah. uh, I'll probably be speaking to him for the first time maybe next week. His name is yeah. Frank, and mm-hmm. by chance I spoke to another attorney today, and mm-hmm. explained to me that. Uh, transferring is a lot easier to prove. And when I go to my appointment to see my doctor later this mm-hmm. month, uh, bring that up, and my doctor is very supportive of me. So I think mm-hmm. what happened was he showed me the way. And do you see me being approved for health care at home? Do you see me getting approved? And will I? Will the attorney's office... Um, the uh, uh, that I've been talking to, which is very famous, will they um, agree to represent me? Well, this let me tell you what it feels like. It feels like you are eventually going to get approved. I'm not sure what kind of uh, disagreements or if there's going to be any uh, fights that you're going to have to go through, but I'm getting eventually you're going to get approved here. So that's going to be the most important thing. And, again, um, it feels like, like your doctor said, you've got all the right backup, you've got all the right proof. Um, so that's what I would – so here's – I've got to tell you a prayer, okay? Now, eventually, uh, people – I think the program is TikTok, and I think there's very small little uh, videos that people get. So I'm going to start, I'm going to start uh, learning how to put these things on TikTok, these little prayers. So right now, because you feel there's resistance coming against you, this is for a legal case. In Spanish, he's called San Ramon, San Ramon, 
which is St. Raymond. So you're supposed to take your index finger and your thumb, lick it with your saliva, and then make the sign of your cross on your forehead three times, repeating his name. St. Ramon, St. Ramon, St. Ramon. So you've said that three times. Now then you point out at your perceived enemies and say, keep their mouth shut, and then you tug on your right earlobe and say, and make this work out in my behalf. So right now, Wendy, that would be the prayer I would suggest that you say if you have concerns, and especially because you're working with lawyers. So I'm going to go ahead and repeat this prayer for you guys. Take your thumb and your index finger and kind of lick your thumb and index finger so get it wet with your saliva. You repeat his name three times. St. Ramon, St. Ramon, St. Ramon. So you've made the cross three times and you said his name three times. So you're invoking his spirit for help. You, in your mind's eye, in your imagination, think about the people that are going up against you. You say, keep their mouths shut, like you're pointing at them. And then you tug on your right earlobe and you say, and make this work on my behalf. If you guys look up St. Ramon on the Internet, you will find out that he is the saint of all legal cases. And a lot of people uh, will call on him. For legal help, I have done it um, years ago when I needed his help. And uh, he is an amazing saint. He is also the saint for stillborn, stillborn babies. So, yep, this is, this is the saint that I would pray to, St. Ramon. Okay, so at Wendy, I would keep... Praying that prayer, light the lights, light a candle for him, and ask him to come in. It feels like eventually, yes, you're going to get your help. So keep going forward with that. And, again, please let me know what happens. All right, we're going to move on to our next caller. Hi, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Oh, my God. It's Lisa from Arizona. I'm lucky. I always say that. I'm so lucky. Well, say that again, Lisa. Say it again for me. Okay, I feel lucky. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> We're all lucky to have you on the show. Thank you for calling in. What's on your mind tonight? Well, as far as spirit angels or, um, you know, spirit angels touching, yeah. uh, physically being present, I yeah. have felt that all my life, and I have been very fortunate to understand you know, sometimes it's just, for me, it's not like a Las Vegas show with neon lights. You know, it can be very subtle. And yes. I uh, had, uh, when I was six, seven years old, probably six, I remember my parents leaving, and they always left me in charge. I was the oldest of all the kids. And yeah. it, was bad. it was the most horrible home you, a person would ever be in. But anyway... I stood in my parents' bedroom. They were gone, and the windows were from floor to ceiling. We were military. We were living in military housing, and I just remember a light there. It was a natural light, sunlight, and just praying because I was born Catholic. Today, I follow the golden rule. That's my spirituality, but back then, I was uh, learning catechism, the prayers, and I just stood there and kept praying and praying and praying. Can you imagine at six and seven doing that? I mean, there must have been something wrong. And I was just praying and praying and praying over and over again. And for some reason in my, as I become older, I, of all the memories that I remember, and I remember a lot, that's one memory I remember. And I know that that's when I, I uh, called, and I believe God is there for everyone, but, you know, mm-hmm. when I opened the door for myself and to to my spirit um, connection and, you know, realizing, understanding. But mm-hmm. so anywho, my question would be, yeah. I put in some applications for renting. I'm going to move back to the town I used to live in. And the reason mm-hmm. I'm doing that is to save money. There's some loose ends I have to tie up, and I just, it's going to be for temporary. And uh, someone that I'm friendly with, who I've known for a great many years down there, 
she didn't answer the phone today. And we were talking, and I, the owner is supposed to come in and um, do some touch-ups on the place mm-hmm. I'm supposedly renting, but I'm not hearing a firm. I mean, today I didn't. She didn't even answer. Oh, she just texted me some photos, and so she said possibly by the weekend he will have been done uh, with the place. And then she didn't say anything about moving forward or. Am I going to get this place, or should I continue mm. looking? Let me take let me take a quick peek here. I'm going to just do the kind of real quick for you. Like being cautious with me. I mean, it sounded like gun ho, you know, a few days ago when we were talking every day, touching days. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so your question is, are you going to get this? Is it an apartment or a duplex? A duplex? This is you know, just whoops, so you're getting a little foggy, up. honey. Can you get your mouth closer to the microphone? Is it, is it, oh, no. oh, there you go. Can a little better, a little better. Okay. Yeah, I can hear okay. you better okay. now. Yep. Okay. Okay. So we're just gonna say, are you gonna get this um this housing that you're looking for forward to? All right, so let's With see Dora. how it looks like get it. Property manager. Okay, so tell me when to stop shuffling. Stop. Okay. I'm going to cut this into three piles with my left hand. Please pick one, two, or three. Three. All right. Let's see what it looks like. Who is Diane? Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, someone that I used to know a thousand years ago in that town, but I haven't really spoken to her. I don't know if, if if even that's the one. There's a Diane on the other side that used to be my teacher, but she stopped talking to me before she died. And uh, uh, I think she regrets that now. Yeah, I'm hearing the name Diane coming up here. So for some reason, it looks like um, the way the way this looks to me is you're probably going to have some changes coming in here, and it might it might not. Um, be the exact one so I can't say for sure that you're getting that specific one oh okay and so is maybe there I any way to... you can actually drive over there and and have a conversation in person with this person uh, I'm moving uh, yeah I, mean, I it's like five hours away and so it's the county oh, and this person I I know this person is property managing. Yeah. I mean, we work together. We work in the same industry. And she knows my situation. She knows I just need temporary housing. And she was agreeable. But today she didn't answer the phone, so I don't know if something came up, if she was busy, or she's, well, like, putting me on try hold. Not, try not to be too worried, but it feels like there might be some change. And oh, I tell really? people I can be wrong. I'm not 100%. But there there could be some change, and maybe they're going to have to move something around or find a different one than what she was thinking, or and that that could be part of her uh, block. So you know, part of her delay in communication. So I would just call her again, and I would text her and say, "Hey, can you? Uh, I'm just getting a little concerned here. I didn't hear from you. Can you please confirm that everything is is working out? Because again, you know, this is five hours away, and that sort of thing. So that's that's you know, what I would do right now, Lisa. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, that's what I would do right now. I would give her a call. I would text her and give her a chance to call you back. It does feel like you're going to get you are going to get something, but uh, it feels like for some reason there might be a delay, you know, a hiccup somewhere. But that's what I would do. And please feel comfortable with giving me some feedback because I take feedback all the time. And um, and I do have to move on to the next caller because uh, we just have a lot of people online waiting for a question now. So thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Okay. And here's that other thing, too. The other thing, too, Lisa, what I would do is I would start visualizing like crazy, no matter where it's at, that you have got a happy, healthy, safe environment to live in. And right now we're in the release cycle. So um, there is... Okay, so so Lisa, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There is a 
if you can grab a red tapered candle, which is a red dinner candle, and again, I'm going to uh, look at getting these these prayers on TikTok, cut off an inch of the bottom of that candle so the wick is exposed. Then you've got to take olive oil on your fingertips from the middle of the candle and wipe it to the bottom and the middle of the candle and wipe it to the top. Then you have to flip the candle upside down, which means the small end is now going to be on the bottom. So you've got to melt the liquid wax into a candle holder. Please try to find a brass candle holder because glass ones can break. Burn that candle upside down and ask God to please remove any and all negative energy that's getting in your way of getting a a very good, uh, safe home for you to stay in, whether it's temporary, whether it's permanent. Uh, When you take the red tapered candle and burn it upside down, you can burn it upside down any time of the month. This will reverse any negative energy that's going on around you. That's why you have to flip the candle upside down to reverse the energy. So please do that. And uh, when I first did that candle prayer, I did three of them. In a triangle, I'm Catholic also, so I did it for the Holy Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And I always watch when the candles burn down, and that day that I did it in the morning, my sister and I had not been talking seriously for about two years. She was mad. There was some upset going on there. And that day I just decided when I was out on errands, I I went by her house, and I just said, I'm just going to stop in and see if she'll talk to me. And I I did, and within five minutes it was completely cleared up. Everything was back to normal. And when I returned home, there was a stolen piece of merchandise that had been returned to my house, and it was sitting on my couch. So, you know, prayers, you guys, you have to know that prayers really move the energy around you. So just because life is going in one direction, and it doesn't mean that we don't have karma, we don't have things we're supposed to work out, There are things we're supposed to learn. All of us are faced with that. We all are. It's a journey. It's a spiritual journey that we're on. So, um, And, you know, sometimes we're going to have some of the happiest times, and then we have the things that we're going to be confronted with that really causes us to move on spiritually, you know, grow spiritually. So we can always count on having some little bumps in the road. But you don't want to get stuck on the negative parts of them, but look at them as what growth you're getting from them. So please use that candle, red taper candle, upside down. Burn it upside down. Ask God to please remove any and all negative energy that's getting in your your way of, and then fill in the blank. That's what you want to do. All right. Thanks, Lisa. Let me know what happens. All right. And then call on your angels for help. All right. Let's see who's next online. Hello, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hey, I was able to get on. My name is Craig, and I'm calling out of Illinois. And hey, Greg, uh, I want to talk about. Thank you, first time caller. Yes, um, I'm going to talk about my angel experience, and then I'll go into my question. Um, there's been okay. several times throughout my life where I would be sleeping by bed, and I would hear somebody. I'm not here, but I would feel somebody touch me on my back, and I would just wake up okay. and, and scare the crap out of me. <laughs> you know, Seriously, it seemed like it'd be, be somebody right there, but it'd be nobody. It would just it was in my dream, you know. Usually uh, I'd be in the sleep and it's time for you to go to work, but I've always felt this touch on my shoulder. So mm-hmm. uh, that that's my experience. And I'd like to go into my question. Was it scary? Um, Let me stop you a second here. Hang on a second. Did you feel scared or did you feel comforted or did you feel like you were a little in shock? Remember that I told you guys the story about me with the spirit shoving my shoulder back and I, and I got upset and I was kind of yelling at the spirits and then that, Spirit, because he shoved my my shoulder back, saved a huge accident that would have happened. So, for me, my first reaction was I was upset, and then the second reaction was thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus. So, so have you like had a creepy feeling, or is it, or it was just like well, no one's there, but it felt okay. What was it for you? Yeah, for me, it was kind of like creepy because I'm like who like who's back there? Like who's trying to wake me up? You know. Uh, because it felt like it was somebody that was trying to wake me up, uh, but it would be nobody there. And I was like, okay, I wonder who that oh, was interesting. on the other side. <laughs> interesting. And, you know, yeah. here's the other things I look at, too, you guys. So, Craig, with this guy, this person, spirit, waking you up, 
I wonder, I kind of wonder if it was like a, a dead relative coming in to say hi or maybe start looking at your clock to see what time you're being woken up at. Sometimes we have spirits that are waking us up because there's a problem in the house. You know, just like, um, just like, I think it was it was Wendy from California when she said she had that Kool-Aid stand or Girl Scout stand, and the spirits had said, go to the car. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're saying it for a purpose. So these are the things I'd start looking for. And the other part is if it's on a pretty regular basis, I'd start asking, who are you and why are you coming? I'd, just start, I'd start asking that question to see if they'd come forward then. Okay. Okay. Yes, sir. So okay. what's your question? Um, my question is, um, I'm applying to a university for an assistant uh, professor position. I just graduated mm-hmm. my doctorate. And one of uh, my uh, associates from an organization I used to belong with, um, he just got hired in at the university uh, in the same department that I'm applying for. Uh, and I was calling to see if you, if I should reach out to him and he can kind of give me a helping hand to get there, or should I just go ahead and try this on my own volition? First off, I'm going to tell you something. I'll be, I'll be shocked, stunned, and amazed if you don't get in. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll just be, I'll be, I'll be like, what? I'll be very surprised if you don't get in or get in soon or something like that. And uh, this is a friend of yours that got in, right? Yeah. I I don't see any reason why you can't say, um, you know, hey, can you put a good word in for me or or anything like that because this does feel like a friend. It doesn't feel like somebody that's, uh, that would betray you. Okay. And it it feels like to me it feels like it, there's good energy there for you. Um, are you a college professor? Is that what you said? Um, right, yeah, I want to be a college professor. Right now, I'm a, I'm a school teacher. Okay, you feel like when I when I feel your presence, when I'm in the presence of you right now, I feel mm-hmm. like you are supposed to be a college professor, sir. That's what I'm seeing around you. So one way or the other, you will be achieving that. It just it just feels like that's so. And I've got goosebumps all over my legs, so that's always spiritual validation. And so mm-hmm. um, if you have this in your mind, that this is where you're supposed to go because this is what you're desiring, you know, just like the book The Secret, I would keep visualizing this and visualizing this and visualizing this so you can bring this into full manifestation in your life because this is what feels like you're supposed to be doing. I would let nothing mm-hmm. stop you, sir. Nothing, Christ. Do you see me okay. getting a job at that? Yes. Do you see me getting a job at that I, school? I'd be surprised if you don't. Okay. You already said that. Would okay. you let me know? Okay. Absolutely. Please let me know. I think they're going to adore you. And uh, I know somebody's going to be adoring you. And, and, and I'll just share this with you, too. These are very little, you know, very small little mini readings. And so um, for you, Craig, or anyone else that's interested for a much longer, more in-depth reading, you guys know you can give me a call. This is my full-time job. Um, my number is 219-940-9292. Again, 219-940-9292. You can check me out at coffeepsychic.com and uh, give me a call. And if we need to look at this in more in-depth, we can do that, okay? You got it. Thank you so much. Yes, yes, sir. Have a great night. Okay, take care. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, let's see who we have next online here, guys. You know, getting to learn about your spirit guides, your angels, stuff like this, it's so important. And, and um, you know, even here's another one for you, Mother's Intuition. I remember one of the ladies uh, that I've known from years ago, years and years and years ago. Now, was this Mother's Intuition? It's really funny how people will, I always say divine intervention, uh, synchronicity, how many how many terms can we use for our universal creator to communicate with us, right? Because we're spirits first and foremost. We're, we're, we're spiritual beings having a human experience. We are not human beings having a spiritual experience. So this one gal was telling me, um, and she was just a wonderful lady, she said, Jorianne, I was in the kitchen, and suddenly I just had my daughter pop into my head, and I suddenly had an image of her in her closet choking on a toy. 
And she said, I ran to that closet, and there was my daughter choking on that toy. And because of that, she was able to save her daughter's life. So, uh, you know, it's little things like this. I don't care if you call it mother's intuition, you know, synchronicity, divine intervention. You clearly know that it's not something with your five normal senses that you can see through the wall, that you're, that you're hearing with your normal ears, that you're seeing with your normal physical five senses. So these are gifts coming from the other side that we are all born with. And each and every one of us can, yes, each and every one of us can work these abilities to a higher level. So um, your clairvoyance, clairaudience, your psychic abilities, if you guys want to, just move forward, ask the universe, ask God to lead you where you're supposed to go. Ask God to lead you to the right teachers so you can learn. And even know this, when you sleep, many times people are kind of, they say, in school, psychically learning on the other side as well. So, all right, let's see who we have next online. Speaking about teachers, we were talking, talking about Craig just a moment ago. Okay, let's see who we, who we have. And hello, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hello. Hi. My name is Melvin. I'm calling from Georgia. Melvin? Is it Melvin? Yes, ma'am. Melvin? Yes, sir. Welcome to the show. Didn't I talk to you before, Melvin? Yes, ma'am. You have. Yes. Welcome back. Welcome back. What's on your mind, sir? Uh, Yeah, I've been really dismayed about I go to Dallas three times a week on Mondays and uh, Wednesdays and Fridays. I got to go in the morning. But uh, on Monday, it was a real bad accident. And mm. all the uh, the nurses and the caregivers, they treat me so bad. And they treat all the other clients so bad. And I don't reported them to the state. But they okay. done nothing. But this particular okay. girl that left me uh, in the chair, uh, with a needle stuck in my arm, uh, I spoke with the case, uh, the social worker and the charge nurse, and they said they was going to do somebody. And I just want to know, are they going to start treating me right, and are they going to let that girl go, or she already left? Uh, I'm not I'm sure just being so much her... negative. I, he- I hear you. Believe me, I hear you. This is one of the yes, things, ma'am. sometimes there are very dysfunctional environments that we still have to go to, unfortunately. And that, those yeah, are just the, yeah. the fact. You know, sometimes that's just like a God, cesspool of negativity, sometimes, honestly. One of your right. one of your best things to do is please keep bringing it, bringing it to the attention of the authorities because you've got to bring it to somebody who can do something about it, number one. So that you have to know. And you've been doing that, right. so you're actually being proactive. The other part I would do, Melvin, I would honestly start visualizing a bubble of white light around you. Not just white light, but gold light, white and gold light when you go in there. Yep, and I would ask that the angels actually bring you to the, you know, the people that are going to be caring about you and taking care of you properly. That's what I would do. Okay. Because if you have to go there... If you have to go there, I'd also see maybe if there's another location that you could switch to. Yeah, I can go to the one downtown, but the one I go to is just right up the street from my apartment. So yeah, but, but that doesn't. I, it's, almost also, like, it's almost yeah, but yeah, but you got to yeah, but you got to get that sometimes going someplace convenient if it's like a like a cesspool of negativity because everyone's angry and they're upset right. and they don't care. I would much rather go across town and yes, have ma'am. nice people be with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because how long uh, will I be on dialysis? Because I'm, I'm a veteran, and uh, I just got to do my dental work next week, But and then they're going to put me on the uh, list, a permanent list, because I had all my, uh, yeah, I had all everything, my tests and everything. But my numbers are great. So when do you see me, like, getting a uh, – Kidney transplant. I'm I'm hearing the number two, but I don't know if that means two weeks, two months, two years. I'm not sure what that is, but I'm hearing the number two. And it's been um, about a year. It's been a year already. Yes, ma'am. It's been about a year and about three or four months. Oh, good, good, good. So I'm hearing the number yeah. two. 
The other thing I'd want you to consider, Melvin, is um, I'm also a Reiki master healer teacher. And actually, I always say that I always have to uh, I, I always have to say that my daughter does all of these amazing Reiki uh, healings, and she's also a, a master teacher. And yes, there might be some people that you could locate in your neighborhood that do Reiki healings. And uh, because you're having a, a transplant and stuff, uh, when I think about the Reiki healings, I literally had a friend that came back into my life. We hadn't talked for quite a while. His name was George. And he yes, came ma'am. back and he said, hey, I've got good news and i got bad news. I said, what's the good news? Um, <laughs> he said, I'm back. I said, what's the bad news? He, he said, I've got bone cancer. And I was like, oh. I said, don't you dare what? think about leaving me. Now, and so listen, so what happened was, he would go in and get blood work up on Monday, and they'd say, boy, George, this looks really bad. On Tuesday, he'd come to my daughter and I, and we would both do Reiki on him. And on Wednesday, he'd go back and do blood work up again, and they'd say, they must have made a mistake on Monday. Your blood is almost perfect. What's going on here? Oh, my God. And that's God. the God's honest truth. They gave him 18 months to live, and he not only did we do Reiki on him, he started doing Reiki himself. He became Reiki 1 and 2. He became a Reiki master. He became a Karuna healer, and he was with us 12 and a half years. So you go from wow. 18 months diagnosis to 12 and a half years. That's, a, that's so much of a big difference, uh, yes. you know, yes, a ma'am. prognosis. So, you know, I might use yeah, So I would you say that, please think about the Reiki too, okay? Yes, ma'am. I, I, I want to get your phone number. I want to call you uh, to set up a, a re, in-debt reading because I, I heard okay, you in – and I always try to, you know, reach out to you, but I, I, uh, uh, other you can save my number and give me a call. I'm in Georgia. Okay, I well, really can I get my help. number out to you once again? Would that be okay? Uh, yes, ma'am. Okay, my number, and I'll write your number down here, too. My number is okay. 219-940-9292, and that's 219 92. And again, Nine, I do the phone few. calls by, yep, by Zoom. I do them by phone and, of course, in person. Okay? Okay. Yes, ma'am. Melvin, uh, you, you, what state are you in? I am in Crown Point, Indiana. Okay. Well, okay. Right, right can outside you, of Chicago. Can we do, yes, ma'am. Can we do Reiki on the phone? Uh, on video? Um, there, there can be Reiki that's uh, that's uh, distance Reiki healing and everything. We can talk about it when you call me. How's that? Yes, ma'am. Okay. okay. When's the best time to call you? Uh, I can take calls any morning, afternoon, and evening. Okay. After the show, will be fine. Uh, not after the show, because I've got I've got other stuff I have to do after the show. But if you want to call tomorrow, okay. we can do that. Okay. Thanks, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Thank you very yes, much. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Save God my number, you. please. Thank you. Okay. All right. Well. Yes, ma'am. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, you guys, you know, also about the Reiki, I'm not kidding you about my friend George. He had, we did Reiki on him all the time. They gave him 18 months, and the amazing things that went on for him, oh, my God, 12 and a half years, 12 and a half years with that bone cancer. And he actually, and this is the God's honest truth, I do seances uh, every last Sunday of the month, and and some of the seances, people literally get like a year and a half worth of healing. And he left one of my seances, and, and I said to him, how are you feeling? He goes, I'm feeling great. And then I get him a week later, and I said, how are you doing, George? How are you feeling? He goes, I'm feeling great. And three weeks later, he goes, you don't understand. I've had no pain since that seance. And he was pain-free for a year and a half. So how the spirits choose to come through and use us as healers, or, or what people are supposed to get relief and what they're not. You know, it's different for everybody. But R-E-I-K-I, Reiki healing. You can have people do Reiki distant healing. You can go to a Reiki practitioner. You can become a Reiki master, a Reiki healer. Please think about it. Okay, let's see who is next online. Hello, caller. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Yes, who is this and where are you calling from? My name is Christine and I'm calling from Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, welcome to the show. Thank you. Yes, ma'am, what's on your mind? And you have have you had any spirit uh visitations or um 
Not, not, no, not that I can say like physically, but I definitely believe that they're all around and I believe that we all have a team and I try yes. to communicate as much as possible. Yes, ma'am. Good job. Good job. Okay. What's on your mind, Christine? What can I do to help you? I was just wondering, um, I'm, I'm going through some financial struggles and, um, also some health issues, and I'm just wondering if you could pick up anything around those two things. Well, first off, there's a dead man around you, and I don't know if it's your dad or your grandfather, but there's definitely a dead man here, and it feels like uh, he's trying to help you from the other side, number one. And um, so I want to give you a saint to pray to, okay? Okay. Okay, his name is Dr. Jose Gregorio. Gregorio. Dr. Jose Gregorio. He is a, a physician. Uh, he has been sainted because he was so good to people. He was such a great doctor. He would always take his money and buy medication for people that couldn't afford it. He got killed in a car accident. And um, if you pray to him, there are prayers online. And, and when I'm when I'm doing healings on people. I ask for the help of Dr. Jose Gregorio. So please uh, get online and call him for your health concerns, okay? Um, The finances, I'll be really honest with you, it still feels like you're going to have some challenges around your finances for um, for some reason. I'm not quite sure um, what's going on here. And Mm -hmm. to me, right now, this feels like this is the time for you to uh, start reaching out for any organization, uh, sometimes there are organizations that will help. This just feels like the time where you're supposed to be reaching out and really asking for this help, Christine, from different locations and different places. Does that make sense to you? Yes. I actually have reached out for help, and um, that is kind of in in the process right now. Do you see that coming through? Yes, good, good, good. Say it again, ma'am. Do you see that coming through for me? I think something is going to come through. And okay. and in Puerto Rico, I don't know. Um, God, I want to say there are some spiritual groups that I know um, that people can go to. Also, there's Catholic Charities. And I don't know if you guys have Catholic Charities in Puerto Rico, but I would look that up. Uh, there are some really good foundations that really will uh, be able to help. And I think that that's something because I'm not sure why you have this extra challenge going on right now. And we all do. I've had it in the past. It's, it's, I think it's part of the stuff that we all have to go through and, and one of the, some of the lessons we're going through. And it mm-hmm. certainly is just, it's very uncomfortable sometimes uh, for mm-hmm. sure. And, um, and that's what I would be doing right now. And it feels like, um, do you pray to Our Lady of Guadalupe or Mother Mary? Um, yes, Mother Mary. Okay, I would pray to Mother Mary right now also because I'm feeling the presence of Mother Mary around you, and I would also ask her for help. And if you were listening to my show, if you weren't listening in the beginning, uh, please download this. It can become a podcast, and you can listen. There's a prayer that I told people in the beginning about taking a red tapered candle and cutting off the bottom of an inch, that's one of the prayers I would want you to do, for, hands down. You've got to listen to that prayer and then do that candle upside down, asking God to remove any and all negative energy that's getting in your way of having financial security. And then, and I'm a Catholic, so I mean, I believe in all these prayers and stuff like this and all of our saints and everything. And two weeks mm-hmm. before the full moon, I would want you to start lighting a green candle and a white candle, but always light a white candle for God. That's going to help start bringing prosperity and more money coming in for you, Christine. Okay? So, again, if you want to get, if you want to get back to me, these prayers, again, we're moving energy around. We're asking for God's intervention. That's what would be very important for you right now. Okay. All right. I want to tell you guys um, – I want to thank everybody for calling in tonight, uh, those that I could get to and those that I could not get to. Um, our hour is just about up. Again, this is Jory and the Coffee Psychic. Uh, you can contact me if you'd like a more in-depth reading at 
919-940-9292. Again, that number is 219-940-9292. Please give me a call. And uh, and if, if you can't call me now, uh, excuse me, during the week if you need an in-depth reading, uh, you can also give me a call uh, next week here at Your Psychic Connection with Jory and the Coffee Psychic. All right, thanks, everybody. All right, good night now.